everyone, and welcome to the Fan Fight Podcast. I am Danielle. I'm the EIC up at Fanbyte Headquarters. I guess fanbyte.com, but we can call it Fanbyte Headquarters, which is my you apartment. You can call it whatever you want. <laughs> and I am joined, of course, by my friend and co-host, Fanbyte's wrestling expert, LB Hunktears. How are you today, LB? Uh, I was saying before we started, I'm sleepy, but not as sleepy as I usually am. <laughs> That's a win. That's a win, my friend. Mm. So sometimes, like, I did this as a tweet once because it's been in my head for, like, multiple years. Um, know the Velvet Underground song, Venus and Furs? Ye- oh, of course I do. Okay. So sometimes when I'm tired, I'll just go, I'm tired in my head. But then my brain will supply in Lou Reed voice, like, I am tired. I am sleepy. <laughs> it's been doing that a bunch. I have been, like, reading and hearing things in the tone of Depeche Mode's personal Jesus. So like today, Blazeball, <laughs> like the Blazeball commissioner said, wake up, play ball. And like, of course, <laughs> I don't know if that's what it was intended as, but everything is da 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 da. That's everything right now is. It's uh, all Depeche Mode all the time. Like everything. I couldn't tell you why. Couldn't tell you why. However, I also am realizing I just did like history's valiest Lou Reed. And I mean, I loved it, actually. <laughs> history's valiest Lou Reed is like, that's my real legacy. History's, <laughs> you know, we're going to write that down as a possible uh, thing. That's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> so, what we do here, of course, um, is we talk about a beautiful bridging of the worlds of MMA and pro wrestling. So every week, LB brings me an excellent pro wrestling match uh, for my entertainment, my edification. And I bring LB a, a, an MMA fight for their entertainment and edification. And we and we share in the delight of, of a bloody handshake, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is a, a very fun thing to do. So LB, do you want to start us off with your uh, like very exciting and I would say action-packed wrestling match for today? Uh, I would love to. And I'm actually going to do a bunch of uh preamble to this please please. so this is coming out friday thursday uh there was this huge press conference in japan where multiple um women's wrestling companies got together and announced a new like it's called this new thing called assemble which Mm. is like a coalition of one two three four five six seven eight nine different uh, women's wrestling companies. So it's Seedling, Sendai Girls, Oz Academy, Stardom, Pro Wrestling Wave, Marvelous. Uh, I can't see what that one says or that one, <laughs> but that one's Pure J. Oh, wait, no, I, I don't have to. I can. It's Hearts. Okay. Yeah, it's an Ice Ribbon. That's that's the other one. Okay. So this is a huge deal. It's really exciting. They're announcing their first, they've announced their first show. It's October 1st. Um there's going to be like a tournament. It's yeah, there's all kinds of cool shit going on. Um, I believe at this point, I think we think we should have an article up about it on fanbyte.com slash wrestling. So you can get all the deets on it. Um, but that got me feeling like excited about Japanese women's wrestling and excited specifically about like, so Sendai girls is a company that's run by Mako Satomura, who you've mm-hmm. seen a couple times. I yeah. Think. A couple times. I um, think. Yeah. Oz Academy was founded by the great Mayu Miyazaki. Uh, it also now features Aja Kong, who you've seen before. Yes, with so, the incredible outfit. 
And Marvelous is run by Chigusa Nagayo, who was, I have, who you haven't seen, but I have told you about the Crush mm-hmm. Gals before. Mm-hmm. So yes. got me very psyched about this. And I was like, you know what I want to watch this week? I want to watch a match from Gaia. Gaia Japan was a was the company that Chigusa Nagayo founded in the 90s. And it was a women's promotion run by women. The refs are women. It's just like women everywhere. So cool. Um, in the 90s and 2000s. They have a YouTube channel where they have a bunch of their old matches up. And I was just scrolling through. Uh, and I saw from April 4th, 1999. It's like two in the morning. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm like, you know what I want to watch? I want to watch Mika Satomura and Sonoko Kato versus Aja Kong and Mayumi Ozaki. <laughs> yeah. And we did. And it's fucking great. Um, but yeah, that's like, so I talked last week about how I'm depressed lately about yeah. pro wrestling. Because yeah. pro wrestling, like... It's shitty in a lot of ways. I don't think there should. I, I'm. It's bumming me out how much wrestling is happening, and yeah. So, I'm just trying to. I'm like. I'm now at the point where I want to just remind myself why I love wrestling, and that's what this match was. Yeah. Which I, I realized I did two weeks ago, but you know I'm just gonna have to keep doing it. I, <laughs> I think, think it's great just, and fine because this was such a great match. So yeah. Yeah. So, this is Aja Kong and Mako Satomura. So you saw Mako Satomura like as like a beautiful veteran. Yes. A powerful veteran. And this is Mako Satomura as a much younger competitor. She's like kind of the fiery young baby face of Gaia. She's, you know, one of the head trainers at their dojo at this point. And she's, you know, like you can like you hear the audience losing their minds, like <laughs> cheering for her, trying to get her to, you know, get her strength up so she can fight off these these two just these these monsters these real bullies <laughs> these bullies Asha Kong and Mayumi Ozaki they're just so darn mean I love um, it yeah and Asha Kong you'd seen as a much older competitor but you hadn't really seen any of her stuff in her prime yeah. and this is kind of more in her prime so yeah um it's like 20 minutes long it's on YouTube for free I definitely recommend like if you've got the time to pause this podcast, go to or, you know, or just, watch and listen, like just or watch like, and listen at the same time. There's no commentary. Have it be an accompaniment, you know? Yeah, like, that's a really good call. Yeah. yeah, there's no commentary on the pod on the on the match. So yeah, it's easy to just kind of watch and enjoy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it gets going super fast right away. It's just like angry and chaotic and action packed. Aja Kong and Mayumi Ozaki are so aggressive and so mean. And they're having like such a, they feels like they're having such a blast beating on these two (laughs) younger, like these two younger sporty women who are just doing their best. Yeah. Um, So yeah, like the crowd interaction is great. What did you like before I go through the entire match? Like, what did you think of this? Honestly, it seemed so well paced. Like, first and foremost, there are so many good-ass spots in this, but it never felt like it was too fast, and it never felt like it was slow. Like, it felt like yeah. an a perfectly paced adventure that I went on with these four people. You know what I mean? Like, it yes. just felt great. I loved the shit out of Aja Kong in this. Like, obviously, She's we so met cool. her. Uh, sorry, I-, I met her. Well, not in real life, but you know what I mean? I, I was... Uh, we will meet her in real life. To her. I know. I would be like, oh, hi, Ashikon. I would I would be like, oh, I love your outfits um, and your energy. I just loved her as like the bully who's just like, 
running around again with that chill, like mean girl energy a little bit of like, she's just like, like dragging people by their hair. That seems to be like her move. She drags people by their hair a lot. Like that's just her like, I don't know. It, she always just gives this vibe that she's like chewing gum, calm, cool and collected, pulling your hair, throwing you around. It's just, it's extremely, I also love her outfit. Can I just say she's the queen of outfits so far for me? For uh, all of pro wrestling? Yes. Like she is my queen of outfits so far in everything she- we've watched. Her aesthetic is like, she figured it out early on and she just like kept it going. There are variations earlier, like in the eighties, you got some variations in like earlier nineties. She's not quite like figured out this exact look yet, but like 1999 Aja Kong is wearing the same outfit that 2020 Aja Kong wears (laughs) uh, just in different color, you know, different color variations. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah, she, she does have this like very inevitable quality. That's like, yeah, like you're fucked. You're in the she's ring against you. Aja Kong. You're fucked. Yeah, she's coming. Like to get okay, you. and she's not. She's not stressed about it. I also wanted to call out one spot, like three quarters of the way, maybe through the match, where there are two double throws, um, like timed so that the smaller people are throwing the the heels, basically, mm-hmm. like together. And then I think the heels throw the 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 baby faces together. It's like a yeah. It's really know. good. It's so. Good. And the amount of work that must go into coordinating the timing for that to make it look so good must have been like, I don't know. I I, I suppose you train for that and everything, but it just looks so fucking cool. That's honestly, okay. So that's a thing that happens in uh, in tag team wrestling. Like, it's a thing that happens. That's okay. So it's something you see a lot, but I don't always see it done this well. Yeah. Like it, a lot of the time it feels like it kind of breaks you out of it. And you're like, oh, right, this is choreographed. They're doing this fun stuff, which is fine and can be really fun. But this actually felt like like it didn't break me out of it at all. I was just like, oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, rad. This just, they're just so in sync that it, these things just happen at the same time. The back end, like, so most of this match is um, Aja Kong and Ozaki just beating the shit out of our beautiful, <laughs> lovely baby faces, yeah. Kato and Satomura. Um, but you do get some really good back and forth. And like that moment is kind of like, like a half comeback. Um, and it's really fun and really exciting. There's like, there's a part though where they all go to the outside and I think it's it's Aja Kong and Snoko Kato in like the chairs, just like brawling. And then Ozaki is just, bullying the fuck out of Satomura on, like, the ramp. Yep. And Mayumi Ozaki, I haven't seen as much of her stuff as I've seen Aja Kong, but she's so fucking cool. She always looks so cool. Like, she seems to be getting just such immense pleasure out of being mean. Yes. Yeah. And, like, her look is... Like, Gaia is... I feel like, aesthetically, Gaia is one of my all-time favorite wrestling promotions. Yeah. Just like the, everyone's gear is so cool. Everyone's hair and makeup and just the vibe is so cool. The, even the referees have cool outfits. I love yes. the Gaia Japan referee outfit. Um, it's like this weird little, like it looks like something an influencer would wear. <laughs> 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 it looks like, like, yeah, like a weird, like uh workout outfit for some like, 
very like for like a very e-boy butch influencer. <laughs> I mean, I'd wear it. <laughs> I, would like, too. I would wear it. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I've moved on to the e-boy stage of my fashion journey. Gotcha. So gotcha. Makes okay. sense that I would. Um, no, I dig that. Yeah, that's good. But yeah, like the the two of them on the ramp and then Aja Kong and Mako Satamura on the ramp. Aja hits her with this fucking running lariat. Uh, a lariat is where uh, you hit somebody with the, you kind of run at them with your arm outstretched horizontally. Mm. Okay. And then you hit them in like the chest or the neck with your kind of like arm. Itself. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it knocks, you you, it knocks somebody over. Yeah. There's definitely a better way to describe that. No, no, I. I'm sure I think I know a what person. You mean. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, Ajakong hits her with this killer running lariat, and Miko Sadamore like lands on her neck, and it's so fucking gnarly looking. Yeah. That yeah, it's just rad, and the crowd is going nuts. You can hear them just do these like these voices just screaming, especially in that part for her because you're out kind of they're out with the audience, um, and God, like that's what you want in a wrestling match. You want. You want the audience going, Mako Gumbari! <laughs> like, you always want that. That's, yeah, if you're getting that, you're, you're doing it right, period. Um, yeah. It's, like, in, in in certain senses, this felt like such a classic, like, classically pro-wrestling, pro-wrestling match to me, just in terms of the dynamics of, like, babyface and heel and the, the just the pacing being so perfect. I think that you, that, you, that was a really good point you made. Like, the pacing on this is so right. Yeah. Um, it it doesn't. It just it feels like, like exactly what it needs to be. Yes. This like little adventure between four people. It's this, the ending is satisfying, but like it's not. You want more. I want more. Yeah. Um, yes. And with this being part of this like very very long feud uh, that Aja Kong had with Mako Satomura. Um, just this like incredible, incredible, incredible rivalry between the two of them and Gaia, uh, where, you know, where Mako Satomura is there, like they're young. And I think this is actually, this might be like the beginning of that, that feud. Um, oh, shit. which okay. makes it even spicier, like early this or early days or it's earlier days in the feud. Um, because I think. Aja Kong was still in other companies. And it's the, so part of the reason why the coalition of women's wrestling companies, the like formal coalition thing is so cool is that you had this big boom, right? And then you had all these different people running off and starting their own companies. Um, including, so at this point, Aja Kong, both Aja and, and Mayumi have their own companies <laughs> in addition okay. to, but they're also wrestling in, in Gaia. Um, so Aja Kong has uh, a Ryzen, a recent, or Arsian, sorry. I don't know actually how you pronounce that word, but it's, so she has her own company. Ozaki has Oz Academy. Um, and Satomura and Kato are like the two like homegrown, like they are Gaia's, you know, bright future. Yeah. They're representing the, they're representing the company. Um, oh God, the Arsian, I'm assuming that's how you pronounce it. Um, their first event was called Virgin. It's <laughs> hilarious to me. <laughs> good. Extremely <sighs> <a vibe>. good. <laughs> what a vibe. 
What a vibe, Aja. What a fucking vibe. <laughs> that, that is so her. Again, I don't know her. I don't know her personally. I've seen two of her matches, but it just feels right. That feels like something she would v- call a first event. <laughs> did I send you that, like, VHS? Oh, my God. Or did God. I just send you, like, some screenshots? I think just screenshots. Uh, okay, so there's this, like, there's this incredible tape that somebody uploaded of her that, like, it's, like, her, like, with her friends, uh, like, going for drinks. And, like, Is she, like, drinking out- champagne? Yeah, like, yeah, and, like, yeah, drinking, yeah, like, yeah. a cute little pictures. suit. Yeah. Or, like, her at home with her doll, with her little chihuahua. Oh, Aja. <laughs> it's, like, really... It also has a match between her and Manami Toyota in it. That's amazing. Uh, I think that's the match in it. But, yeah, she's just, like... Oh, she's so fucking cool. I love her so much. She's um, so good. Yeah, just, a like, a true vibe artisan. Um, but, yeah, this match, like, vibes aside... It's also just a really good wrestling match. It's exciting. The moves are cool. It's not like it, it, the way it uses just these basic things, like the way Ozaki struggles in a, in a submission or in a pin attempt, it feels like she's really trying to fight out. Yeah. It feels real. Um, And that's like, all these little things are really impressive. And like every time, um, like Kato or Satomura lifts Aja Kong. It's just the coolest shit you've ever seen. It really is. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm watching this and I'm like popping at home, even though this happened in 1999. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like, yeah, it just really, really well done. I really enjoyed this. It reminded, it, like, it, it's nice to be reminded how much I can love wrestling. Um, and I'm really glad you enjoyed it too, because yeah. Yeah. Wrestling. It was just so fun. And I'm really excited about this fucking, uh, about Assemble. I'm really excited about all these companies that like have weird internal drama and, you know, politics and whatever, like coming together to, to do a thing. It's exciting. It's pretty awesome. I'm just excited about like women in sports right now and women in sports entertainment right now. Uh, Well, I guess this is also like, I know I keep mentioning the WNBA because I keep watching it and this is not a WNBA podcast, but I have been with how bad everything has been. It has been giving me life to see like women athletes and non-binary athletes because uh, there are non-binary folks on uh, the New York Liberty, my team actually. That's so fucking exciting. cool. Um, at least at least uh, one out and proud uh, non-binary person uh, who's really fucking awesome, who did score, by the way, the winning shot in uh, the latest win. Liberty are not doing great this season. They're really not. They've only had like two wins out of, I don't know, 11 games, something like that. However, they are fucking cool and they're doing an amazing job. Um, just being really outspoken and really awesome on politics. And I'm just so excited about women and non-binary folks being fucking awesome uh, athlete activists. So that was just, yeah. That's why I'm excited about women and non-binary folks in sports right now. (laughs) My tiny window of why that's exciting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty fucking cool. I mean, honestly, like uh, after yesterday, I was like, WNBA is pretty fucking cool. It's it's pretty great. Because I pay no attention to basketball at all. Yeah. None whatsoever because I don't you understand don't need basketball. To appreciate this league, you know. So yeah, yeah. Because because they keep doing shit and it pops up into my periphery anyways. And I'm like, WNBA is so fucking cool, bro. Hell yeah, fuck yeah. So am I? Can I? It's okay if I call you bro. I, I've been using you the word bro a lot lately. Hundred percent, call me bro. I Thanks, I am bro. happy to be a bro. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. You got it, bro. Thanks, bro. Can I call you, bro? 
Yes, you I can. I realize oh I God. just did that without Thanks asking. <laughs> no. Yeah, if I call you bro, like, you can call me bro. Okay. We're bros. Yeah. We're bros. I got you. I got you. We've got oh God, full bro consent. We just bro officially consent. became bros on microphone. <laughs> we are full bro, consensual bros. Yeah. Consensual bros. The best, you know, the best and only kind of bro. Truly. Yeah. You know? Hell Which yeah. we need. We need more of that. Yeah, I agree. In the world. We need more today. consensual bro in the world. You know? In the world today, good, yes. The good kind of bro. Because I know there's the bad kind of bro of just like, 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 uh, not aware of yourself, bro. Like, yeah. asshole, bro. No, we need the good kind of bro. We need the good yeah. bro in this world. Let us go forth and be good bros together, my bro. Let's go, bro. Uh, do you want to talk about a, a, a very cool person also? Who do I want to talk about? Uh, I, I was, well, are, have we finished with, with Aja for today? Or did you want to do more oh. on, on the match? Oh, I think I'm, uh, I mean, uh, the other thing, the only thing I didn't mention was, yeah, we do get an Aja Kong trash can to the head. Yeah, we sure Bless. do. <laughs> I, uh, is that her thing? Because we've seen that a bit. She loves those little trash cans. Yeah. 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 Those little, I, I didn't even know there were trash cans because I've never seen a trash can that looks like that. Um, sure. So I, I think I asked someone once, I'm like, what are those little metal cubes she carries? <laughs> Somebody was like, oh, you mean little trash cans? I was like, oh, dumbass. It's so fitting. I, I thought that. that she like had these metal cubes custom made to carry around. <laughs> these know, little hollow cubes. Custom Aja cube, you know? <laughs> totally fine and good. Custom Aja cube. Oh, I want one. I want little. Honestly, though, I can't have little like little weak metal wastebaskets because I would just smash on my own head all the time. Hey, I Dagged understand. Cool. I understand. Like. It'll be, it might be kind of fun to try that and just see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but again, like this matches on the Gaia YouTube. I really recommend checking it out. It's just a good watch, a good time. You'll, yeah. you'll enjoy yourself, listeners. A lot of fun to just kind of watch and chill, I think. Yeah, get fired up. Yeah, get fired up. Get that good energy going. You know, get that, that good, good bro energy. energy. You know? Energy, energy. Oh, yeah my, yeah. my only other comment was it felt like power tops versus power bottoms. Uh, oh, a lot Please expand that. on that. Well, just our baby faces are going for it. Mm-hmm. Like they are going for it in the way that like, you know, the power bottom dynamic tends to be. However, our power tops don't seem to be having it, you know, so they're having fun. I suppose that's all I got for that metaphor, actually. But uh, <laughs> that, that kept popping up in my head. I have my hand, my fingers are steepled under my chin and I'm nodding thoughtfully. Mm. (laughs) I'm digesting this. I'm chewing it. Mm. This is very interesting. This is what I bring. This is an interesting Uh, concept. This is what I bring to pro wrestling uh, with my This is also what I brought to pro wrestling. I started watching. Oh, good. Oh, good. All right. Yeah. No, I call chops. I call chops titty slaps for like a year. Oh, for sure. For sure. Because, yeah. I mean, Before I have a hard time not thinking of it that way. Myself. I mean, like, why would you? Like, I've seen a chop. I know what a chop is. I know yeah. ch- I chop things all the time. Yeah. yeah. At no point am I do I go to the kitchen and slap an onion's titties. That right. I've never done that in my life. That's now, not part of the cooking now, process. Now, if I might ask, what if an onion just had that shape? Like, you got a really, you know, cool onion that appeared to have some bulbous, you know, front cleavage. Would you, in fact, <laughs> slap it? <laughs> I titty slap. Jordan just uh, said the dream. St- 
a jugged up onion. <laughs> Would I do that? Yes. Yeah, Danielle, I think I can conclusively say that if I'm imagine I'm imagine myself in the kitchen chopping an onion to perhaps make a chili or just, you know, put some what are the onions are the genesis of flavor. Sure. I think we can all agree. That's yeah. where flavor comes from. It's flavor town, if you will. Yeah. It is. That is like that is Yeah. All things like we're carbon-based life forms. Flavor is onion-based. Savory flavor is onion-based. So people who say they don't like onions are all full of shit because everything (laughs) they like, probably they like it. It has some like sauteed onion at the start of whatever they like. Yeah. I'm getting off track. So I'm making any savory dish whatsoever because it all starts with onions. And I look at my onion and she's jugged up or he's or they are. The onion, it is jugged up. Yeah, I'm going to, I will titty slap that onion. Nice. I respect that decision. I think that's great. I would Thanks. probably take a lot of pictures, <laughs> take a lot of selfies, maybe put it perhaps in my own cleavage and be like, look what I got. I got a jugged up onion. Like it's, I I just believe in uh, creativity and personal expression. And, uh, and that's, that's what I've got today. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I really want now, though, is sauteed onions. I, I like, know. really want to saute really some want, onion. I really want chili now that you mentioned. I mean, I'm a vegetarian, so I'm sorry. I'm, I'm boring. But I love a good vegan boring. chili. Like, love yeah. it, love it, love oh, it, love it. I can I can make you a really good vegan chili. Oh, my God. Could you? I will show you how to do yeah. every knee bar, every ankle lock, every throw. Could we do that in exchange for, for vegan chili? I mean, I would just make it for you and to celebrate you coming. Well, I would, I would show you all the things without the chili too, <laughs> because yeah. we're broke. You can name your name your ideal bean type, oh, God, and I we'll do it. All. I love them all, really. Okay, so them. Uh, there's this like fancy bean company. I'm really into. Oh my god! <laughs> called tell. Rancho Gordo. <laughs> it's like yeah. this heirloom bean company that I sometimes buy beans from, <laughs> and they have oh, this like white bean that's like I forgot what they call it but it looks like dumb like looks like adult like a little dalmatian bean um <laughs> and those are really good for chili actually a dalmatian bean yeah it's like a um do you know those little the little bean dog cartoons yeah uh yeah it's like that but real oh and God. it doesn't talk to you because it's not actually a dog bean well I mama mean, shiva I yeah it's not an actual mama shiva it's just, still fucking awesome yeah. Oh. So yeah, I'll definitely make you a chili. Wow. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Nope. I appreciate I mean, that. I just, I can't wait to crack a cold one with the boys again. I know, right? And that's what we're going to do. Oh, maybe a cold seltzer, you know? Yeah. Are you a seltzer person, LB? I love seltzer. Oh my God. Okay, good. Good. It's great. We're going to get along, you know, in person. Yeah. If, yeah. if we're ever allowed to. If we're ever allowed to chill. <laughs> one day. We're about to crack a cold one and a Dalmatian bean. (laughs) That's the dream, you know? (laughs) Well, a dream came true on uh, in November of 2017 for one Rose Nami Yunus. There we go. That's my segue. Who is also really uh, a, a, a very cool person who is into well, she's into food in terms of she's really into sustainable farming. She's okay, really I saw that in the notes talking. and then was in love. It was in love? 
I beca- oh. fell in love. Oh, oh, good, I saw good, sustainable good. farming in the show notes, and yes. I was like, well, I'm in love now. Also, very That's all big it takes. on uh, being real and being honest about mental health and fighting stigmas about mental health. And uh, just seems like the coolest person on earth in so many ways. So Rose Namajunas fought Joanna Yunjacek in November of 2017. This was one of the biggest cards. This is in Madison Square Garden. Right before this card, we actually had Demetrius Johnson on Waypoint. So I got to meet Demetrius Johnson, who was uh, the flyweight men's champion for many, 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 one of the most dominant fighters in UFC history. A very, very small fighter, smaller than me, in fact. Uh, but we played games with him and had him on the podcast, and I asked him who he thought he would win uh, the various fights uh, that week. So it was really fun. I have a selfie with him, and I'm very excited about it. That's so cool. <laughs> um, so that was my personal fun story. I also, um, also on this card was, uh, uh, this was the infamous uh, George St. Pierre comes back fight where he came out of retirement to fight Michael Bisping for the middleweight uh championship and he won it and then went back into retirement. So like King of Kings was out of the game for a while, came back, wins this uh, championship. And also on that card was uh, TJ Dillashaw and Cardi Garbrandt. So there were several championships on on the line this evening. One of the biggest upsets was this one uh, because Joanna was a super, super dominant champion. We've seen her. We talked a little bit about her and Wei Zhang. This is the yeah. uh, fight where her face was really messed up. And she fought, like, I. this is still the fight of the year for me, I think. Like, just wild and incredible. Ioana is an incredible, incredible fighter. Like, a next-level striker. She, I don't think she expected what happened here. Uh, she, she had defended her title several times. Rose was, I think, ranked number four at the time. So I was like, oh, yeah, she's really good, you know? And, and obviously, Rose has always been really good. But this was, she just had her number that night. She really did. She absolutely, she just had her timing. It was almost as if she had like a cheat code turned on in a video game and just like had the timing between the frames or something. Like that's what it looks like to watch this fight, especially after watching it a couple of times. Um, She knocks her down. She gets her on the ground and it's over very quickly. And right right as the fight was ending, uh, Daniel Cormier, who was, uh, uh, who is a, especially he was an active fighter at the time and is an announcer. I always talked about him a few times. He just starts screaming, Thug Rose, Thug Rose, because he's so unbelievably excited about what has happened in front of his face at that point, just so excited. And right after the fight, Rose gives this, like, honest to God, like, she's crying a little bit. She's like, this doesn't mean anything. I'm nothing special. All that matters is being a good person. Just this, like, truly heartfelt, like, don't worry about the glitz and glamour. This is my platform. Be a good person. Like, just, you you just want to give her a hug and tell she her you really love good her. really vibes. You yeah. know, like, just such a real heartfelt person. Um, I don't want to go too, too much into sort of the backstory here. That's, that's really kind of the main thrust of it, the main thrust of the backstory. You know, two very different personalities. Uh, Ioana had been very vocal about, like, being the boogie woman, that's her big thing, is I'm the boogie woman. And she's like, like, was really like kind of aggro in the stare down. And Rose was like reciting the Lord's Prayer to herself or something. <laughs> like she's just like, like focused, like practically meditating. So very like in- intense matchup, I guess, is is what I'm going for here. And yeah. stunned the world. 
uh, with this upset. So I, I want to let you talk because uh, you, you, you know, didn't necessarily see this before. This was like wild a few years ago. Like this came out of nowhere three years ago. So it was a huge upset. Really exciting. Really exciting to kind of watch it and see how Rose's like instincts kick in here in, in such an incredible way. So I will, I will let you talk. How did you feel about this fight? Well, I mean, first of all, the striking was immediately like super impressive. Like Joanna's yeah. form is incredible, or it seems incredible to me. Who knows nothing no, about it any is. of these it things? Is. Yeah. Um, but also, I mean, okay. So I do have to reiterate, like that fight from earlier this year was the first time I was like consciously aware of her. So she looks weird to me because her head is normal. <laughs> Because the first time I saw her, she her head was all fucked up. <laughs> That's a, you know, you know, that is a very fair point. This is what you <laughs> ought to on J-Check normally looks like when her head is not massively swollen from a huge hematoma from fighting Whaley Zhang in the most competitive and wild fight of 2020 so far. So yes, yeah. this is what she's normally a very, you know, a very well put Normal together. Normal human looking person. Very human, you know, I, I I would venture to say, I don't want to be flippant or ever be weird about uh, athletes' bodies, but she's she's a very, you know, attractive woman. She, you know, is very like composed and well put together. And this is what she normally looks like. So yes. Yeah. I mean, I mostly just meant that she her head is like a- Normal shaped. Yes. Normal shape. There's no yeah. giant hematoma. She doesn't look like I like a weird drawing that I have done. Yes, exactly. So uh, that was the first thing I noticed. Yes, that Um, makes a lot of sense. But yeah, and then I was like, the striking looks really good. The form looks really good. Then Rose gets the the takedown. um, And I'm excited because I, you know, it's exciting. And, but then like, Yoana gets out of it. And I was like, oh shit, like it's still going. But then Rose just gets another takedown. She she gets a couple of knockdowns here. Like really really puts Joanna on her ass. Like, yeah. boom, boom. Like, this felt to me a bit like uh, the fight from a year beforehand, or sorry, two years beforehand, where Ronda Rousey, the super dominant champion, gets put on her ass and, and uh, by Holly Holm, and it makes her look like she's like a newcomer to the ring, uh, yeah. or octagon, I suppose, uh, which was truly wild. Uh, maybe not quite as extreme as that, but, you know, maybe. Frankly, maybe. Uh, I think they had a similar number of title defenses where nobody even came close. Uh, speaking of Joanna and, and Rhonda. Um, but yeah, Rose just fucking crushes it. Like she yeah, she just gets in there and does it. And, yeah. and I mean, she looks, I mean, she looks like, you know, a little tired. Like she looks, you know, a little out of breath. But like, she doesn't look like she's had gotten any damage on her at all. Yeah. Yeah. By the end of that. She looks I don't fine. know if she absorbed any real strikes or any significant strikes. She's just, yeah, she's good. I'm looking she, at her now and she like, her head doesn't even look sweaty. She's got her little buzz cut on. Yep. Um, yep. Which I got to say also, shout out to doing the buzz cut when you've got the, like, she and I have the same, uh, we have the, like a little, this little Vin Diesel skin flap in the back of our heads. Oh, yeah. Like she hers is pretty small. One. Yeah. It's really, really small. It's not dramatic like me and my brother, essentially, uh, Vin Diesel. Um, you and your, yes, yes. It's basically Mr. my Diesel. brother. Mr. Diesel. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Diesel. Um, but yeah, just shout out to that. But yeah, she looks her like her head doesn't even look sweaty. Yeah, it's really incredible. She looks uh, 
Like, she's breathing hard with emotion. Yes. But she does not look tired. Yeah, it, it's bananas. And like, Yeah, she no, was, she's not even she out was, of breath. She's just emotional. This is a huge upset. Huge upset. Uh, yeah, it's so fucking fast. We actually saw a very early Rose Namajunas fight from Invicta from 2013 uh, when oh, she was against yeah. Tisha Torres. Uh, so very different fighter. I loved that. I loved that. Yeah, I, I love Invicta. Yeah. I need to watch more Invicta. Yeah, Invicta is so good. There's another Invicta coming up soon. Another week or so, I think. Cool. Um, should be interesting. Maybe we'll see a fight from there. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I just, I love this fight. I love... <sighs> I love how it came out of nowhere. And I love how good Rose is. Like, both good as a fighter and seems like such a fucking real, honest, like, grounded human being uh, in so many ways. Like, very real in interviews, very raw. Uh, just just such a, a good and kind-hearted person, feels like. And also, like, just next-level fighter with next-level instincts in a lot of ways. So, I mean, it's a very, like, it has a very pro wrestling vibe just in terms of, like, she feels like such a good guy and Ioana feels like such a heel. Yeah. That, yeah. And also, I mean, like, the stuff with, you know, uh, with Nami Yunus, like, hugging her entire team afterwards, like, walking yeah. around the octagon, everyone's so happy and, like, yeah. yeah. It's really kind of special. I just loved it's her speech after. With, just, yeah, she seems matters, really lovely. Be a good person. Like, just incredible. Just incredible. Yeah, in, in DC, just being like, Thug Rose, Thug Rose. He's just so excited for her. There's a, you know, obviously pro sports, there's a, a, well, maybe less so in MMA because the voters are often emotional because they, they, have, they have literally been in a fist fight with another human being, and that tends to be a pretty raw experience. So yeah. there is a lot of emotion, I think, in MMA, a lot of very intense emotion. Um, but there can feel like a separation, like, okay, professional sports, we're all professionals, we're all professionals here. Uh, but they're just, there's something about her and her style and the way she comports herself that just feels just incredibly earnest, incredibly real, and incredibly, like, positive to watch. Like, you just feel kind of good watching it and watching her and watching her do her thing. Uh, and also just love that she is really, really excited about sustainable farming. Um, I think like so cool. leading up to her latest fight, which was uh, a couple months ago, I think uh, the athletic did an interview with her and like, she was like fine talking about the fight, but she was way more excited to talk about sustainable farming and like environmentalism and how excited she is about sustainable farming, which is just like, you're great. <laughs> you know, like don't ever change Rose. Thank you for being you, you know? So I'm looking cool. this up right now. Cause I yeah. want to know about sustainable yeah, it's, farming. It's really good. It's really good. Uh, the athletic does some really sustainable uh, farming and the martial arts lifestyle. Good for her. Yeah, that's those are her things. I wonder what yeah. does she farm herself? I think she does. I wonder what she farms. I could be wrong, but I think she does. I do think she like participates. Um <laughs> also in this search, something that came up was I'm close to cracking Joanna's code. Like, yep, you did you did crack it. Yeah, you cracked it right right there. <laughs> we all heard it inside. Well done. We heard that crack. You know, God, so good. So, so good. Um, but yeah, that's what I had for this fight. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to chat about, about uh, Rose and her farming and fighting? Uh, mostly, I just want to know more about the sustainable farming. Aww. I like want to know. I want to see her. I want to see her, her, her crops. I feel like Rose Namajunas farming must do something, right? 
Oh, I'm gonna look at her Instagram and see what's on there. I or bet. Is she on Instagram? She's Farm- on Twitter. Sorry, sorry, farming, not fighting. Rose Namiunas farming. Looking at her Twitter, see if she's got any. Oh yeah, there's tips. an MMAfighting.com video. Of her farming. Oh, she talks about. Um... Oh yes. <laughs> she wants to promote. Yeah, this is really good. I'm sorry. She has a picture from in tw- uh, She's a tweet in 2015. It's a picture of her journal uh, that has a fits like with a dip pen quill. <laughs> That's very cute. Oh, I love that for her. She's so good. Oh my god, she's so good. What a real one. Just what a fucking real one. Here, Here's a picture of her farming. And she's like, just after, looks like just after a fight. Uh, <laughs> here, let me put this, put this in the Discord. Oh, wait, is it on her, uh, is it on her Instagram? Oh, Because I found one. I just found the image in, in like Google, but. It's her with some plants. Yeah, I found yep. on Instagram yep. at the same time. She's got some, some cucumbers, some radishes, you know. She's just like, you know. God, it's so good. Yep, yep, there she is. There she is. She got her no place like garden. home. I got so much harvest from my spot at the community garden. I have to show y'all later. One step closer to becoming the world's greatest farmer. Oh, I love her. Oh, my God. I love her so much. Oh, my God. I love her. She's hard not to love, honestly. I feel like she's hard she's not to love. She's into archery? God, she is our queen. Like, <laughs> oh, and she's got a cute cat. Oh, she has a cat. Oh, Sorry, I love I'm just. This. Oh, this is a very good Instagram. Yeah, she's a delight. She's like, honestly, a delight. Look at her and her cat. The cat is giving her a massage. Oh my God, that cat is making some biscuits and she looks pretty happy about it. <laughs> and the cat's name, it looks like it is Reggie, which Reggie is a very good cat. name for a cat. Reggie the cat. God, she's incredible. Well, that's all for this week. We hope you enjoyed your combat sports entertainment journey with us. Thank you to Jordan Mallory for producing. Uh, be sure to rate and review our podcast. Tell your friends. Share all of, all of our stuff. Listen to all of our many podcasts at fanbyte.com slash podcasts, including uh, the new, well, not new, but new to Fanbyte and newly returned Gearshift, which I think if you just keep listening to the Fanfight feed, it'll be the next thing that plays. Uh, it is Colette Aaron and Just Skolnick talking about pro wrestling fashion. Very good stuff. Follow us on Twitter at Fanbyte Media and at Fanfight for just the wrestling stuff. Instagram at Fanbyte, TikTok on Fanbyte, and of course on Fanbyte.com. Uh, you can watch our streams on twitch.tv slash Fanbyte. We have a bunch of streams coming up this weekend for charity. I don't know any of the details about that because I am not doing it, but everyone else is, and you can find out all about it. Uh, Fanbyte Media and the, the Fanbyte Twitch. So it's definitely, probably, definitely very good. And uh, you can check out all of our wrestling coverage at fanbyte.com slash wrestling. Uh, Danielle, thank you for doing the podcast with me. Her audio is not working, so I am just doing this by myself. So uh, my audio that I is going to be, I miss you, Danielle. So three, two, one. I miss you, Danielle. Bye. Bye.